Loading. The Crypto Coffee Podcast. Episode 7. The Spanish-Austrian Parade of Death. How do you drive a horse? And Sam, the organic robot alien class from hell. Ready. Set. Play. time is it guys it is 8 16 you were supposed to say 3 a.m but was, you know what time it is i was gonna say cryptic coffee time <laughs> it's time for cryptic coffee <laughs> it's 3 a.m somewhere it's cryptic time probably somewhere in like the pacific ocean but he is right guys it's 3 a.m somewhere that means it's time for us to do our thing how you guys doing today doing all right <laughs> Pretty good. i can tell so before we started recording <laughs> jose well, we opened we had a couple things happen before we started recording. A lot of things happened, but most importantly, <laughs> we had one creepy thing happen, and then the fucking taste test. So, Jose, you should start. What did you bring today? <laughs> I got a Starbucks vanilla frappuccino, thanks to Zeus over here. That's your first one, right? Ever? First You've never one tried ever. it before? Because this motherfucker opens the can, takes us. it's not the bottle, takes a sip. Damn, this shit busting! <laughs> <laughs> Me and Zeus are having a regular conversation. <laughs> We're like, what the? F-? Well, well, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> Zeus, what did you bring? Well, um, I had a drink, but I finished it <laughs> when we were like setting up. <laughs> I brought Pepsi. It's a wild cherry. It's not coffee, but I'll make it up. Next you know week. they have Coke with coffee. They do. Yeah, Coca Cola can with coffee, and it. it tastes horrible yeah i was gonna say that probably tastes horrible it tastes exactly like coca-cola with coffee you <laughs> no, like, and i'm disappointed in that <laughs> no he's right like you take a sip right and you taste the coffee after your mouth is the coke it's so fucking weird i was thinking like oh maybe coffee with like a coca-cola like taste or something i was thinking it was gonna be different i thought it was gonna be flavored right no it's dead ass coffee inside of co- uh, coca-cola it even has the fizz it's actual soda it's disgusting don't ever try it me, I brought some yoo-hoos, so it's not. <laughs> I didn't bring coffee. I bought. I brought yoo-hoos. I saw them at the store, and I haven't had one in a while. So, all that aside, what'd you guys bring today, boys? Let's just get straight into it. All right. Okay. So, do you want to start it off, or should I? Uh, it don't matter. All right. So, my story is La Santa Compana, or to people who don't speak Spanish, the Holy Company. It's an urban legend from Spain, where a cursed person has this thing where I do believe like it's every night they have to do a, they do a parade of dead souls so basically it's like one life person front of the group just walking down the road with a bunch of souls uh, just behind them carrying candles singing funeral songs or stuff around that, around that nature okay from as far as I know it's a it's mostly in Spain and the Austrias it's called la compana Estrada estinga rodilla as de Newt. Pantella, Avisions, Pantrada, and Gustia, which is like the names from Austria. 
Zeus, I know you don't speak Spanish. I I thought he was speaking Latin for a little bit. Yeah, I was I looking was, at you and I was like in my head like he's about to summon some shit, ain't he? <laughs> like I gave you that look We're like something. I was like something's just about to pop up right now. Huh? Yeah, because I'm like Zeus, I don't speak Spanish, but I have no idea what he the fuck he just said. Because <laughs> I looked I at speak you Spanish. and I looked at Efrain, uh I looked at you and then Efrain. I looked at Efrain and Jose and I was about to tell him like. I'm gonna need you to stop <laughs> before. It's like, what are you doing, Jose? Before something comes out of the ceiling. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like because when I looked at it, right, it's mostly Spanish, but it's also a legend in the Austrians as well. So that's where like the other that's names. That's a weird from. connection, though. Kind of is, but that's when I was like, look, when I was reading, it, I was like, all right, cool. So it's not just you know one region; it's yeah, a little a little part of Europe. La Santa Compana, the Holy Company, the Holy uh, fuck corporation. <laughs> So, like, legend says that, you know, it's, it's the, the live person, the conductor, I guess you could say. And two, like, it's like a pair, it's a parade of souls, but, you know, in Rosa 2, they're holding candles. Some of them say it's bones on fire. And, you know, they leave a, they leave a, a candle sense wherever they go through. So, just random cities, like, this parade will show up out of nowhere? Yeah. Is it, like, a ghost or, like, real shit? It's a guy. You know, the, the first person is, the, the person is obviously a living person. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is just... A prey to death, a prey to souls. So it's dead people. Holy shit! And apparently, like it's it's a curse, and the only way to get rid of the curse is you have to pass it on to somebody else. If not, you'll be doing this every night until you pass away. The person doesn't have any memory of doing it at night either. Oh, so you're just a regular person during the day? Yeah, you're <laughs> like like you're like you know it could be you, right? Yeah, like you know you wake up, do your thing, you, you go have home, no memory, and then the curse hits, and you're like, all right, well. Another night of doing this. <laughs> Time to go run the parade. Where are you going, honey? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Grown man shit, bitch. <laughs> so apparently, like, the only people who can actually see this parade happening is someone who's meant to die within a year. So that's, you know, if you're a regular person mm-hmm. and you see this parade going down, that's kind of like a sign of you about to die in a year. <laughs> that's a good fucking prank to do on people. <laughs> like, in Spain, people who know yeah. about this legend just show up with a bunch of shit. Make a random parade like it's gonna be you and you <laughs> just start pointing like no words or anything, just yeah. pointing. So it's either that or people who were wrongly baptized with oil of dead instead of holy water. That's when you can see them. But most people can feel the presence, according to legend, is that even if you're a regular person, yeah, you can feel it happening as opposed to actually seeing it. That's fucking cool, dude. I like the lore of that. There actually so when I was looking up to there actually are ways to avoid this curse. So one of them involves uh, lying down and playing dead. They will not notice you, but they will walk over you. So you'll be like bruised and injured. But at least you won't. At least you won't be cursed. They won't notice you, but they will kill you. Like like they'll they'll walk over you. They'll yeah. bruise you, but you know you at least you know avoid the curse. At least this is in Spain, not America. Have you seen fucking Black Friday shopping? Here? <laughs> oh yeah. God, dude, you dead. will die if people stop over you in front. Another one is when the person who has the cross, I guess the the person that's walking the other lame person tries to give it to you, the cross will say, te toca a ti, which is your turn. And you have to and you have to respond with, cruz ya tengo, which is cross I already have, mm-hmm. before taking it, and they won't be able to pass it on to you. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> if you draw a circle on the ground with a cross inside of it, you can enter the circle, and they cannot touch you. Or if, you like, just, if you're walking around, just carry something in both hands, so that way the cross can be passed on to you. Those are the ways that they found to avoid the curse. Legit ways, I'm thinking? Yeah. You think of what I'm thinking, Zeus, when oh. he said the circle? Yeah. Sea bears. <laughs> sea bears. I thank God I'm not the only one who thought about that. Sea bears and Christianity. That's how you avoid it all. Fucking circle in the ground. 
But yeah, that's my story. The short story of La, Compa- La Santa Compana. Are there any like sightings of this? Like, is it recent or just like an old myth? It's um, I haven't found like any recent things, but it is like an old urban legend. It's a story, and the fact that it's you know around you know those areas, Spain and Austria's. That's when I was like, oh, this is fucking interesting. That's the one thing that's like, what the fuck is that connection? <laughs> they yeah. don't speak the same language. I don't even think they come from the same like origin. I don't think Austrian is like from Latin. So the fact that they have the same fucking thing and they're like not even close to each other. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess somebody uh could have been like some dude took a trip to fucking um, Spain one day and he was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> fucking Austrian <laughs> went to Spain and came back with lore. <laughs> Guys, there's a new meta. <laughs> <laughs> You won't believe what the fuck I just saw. <laughs> or better yet, he could have fucking noticed that shit. He could have been the one that was cursed. Yeah. Holy shit. He brought it all the way. Someone passed yeah. across to him in Spain and he took it all the way to Austria. Well, so what I'm imagining right now is just like a prey star and a, a fucking prey, the prey starts in Spain, right? Yeah. Dude's just walking, hands across over to someone else, and then he continues it and eventually it just reaches Austria. Because <laughs> I'm looking right here. There's a whole ass country known as France between <laughs> Spain and Austria. Oh yeah, Germany too. There's four countries between Spain and Austria. Some dude took a road trip and bought a whole ass dead parade with them. Yeah, there's no way they're like connected through like language or culture or something. That's fucking funny. Yeah, that's why I thought this story was interesting. It was a short one. I tried to look up some stuff, but I just I, I had a hard time finding an article. When I found this, I was like, this is perfect. It's short. Perfect little, you know, story. Yeah. Eventually, we could, we could probably do a redux of this with, like, actual testimonials. But I thought it was, like, a nice intro. I don't know much about things in Spain, though. Like, their urban legends? I think that's some place we should, like, explore because I have no idea what yeah, the fuck is going on in Spain. That's a whole new territory for me, and I'm no down idea. to explore it. I don't know how they talk. <laughs> I don't know their language. <laughs> you don't know how they talk. <laughs> Dude, they talk funny. Hello to our listeners in Spain. But they be talking funny. How about you? Before I cancel us. Yeah, I was like, save me, please. <laughs> Enough. Please save me. I was like, let me read what I brought. <laughs> okay. I brought a famous cave at America Fort Canyon. Tell me more. You'll get why it's famous. <laughs> America Fort Canyon is a large canyon located in the Wasatch Mountains in Utah. Yeah, you got it. Is it Wasatch? No, I have no idea, but <laughs> okay. I'd like to encourage my friends. <laughs> The area is very well known as the home of the Timpanogos Cave National Monument. Many visitors come here from all over the country to take part in hiking, biking, horse trails, camping, fishing, snowmobiling, snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, and backcountry skiing. Dude, that's a whole like four seasons place then. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything for everyone. <laughs> you know my favorite racist joke back in uh, elementary school? <laughs> oh god we are getting canceled tonight. i was like i don't know if you want to say i want to get canceled today well it applies to all of us oh what's a mexican's favorite uh sport what is it cross country, cross country. <laughs> that's not that bad i cried when they told me <laughs> i thought it was funny when i first heard it it was funny but not when a white person tells you <laughs> just say something back i couldn't i was like man it's like unseasoned chicken unseasoned <laughs> chicken <laughs> Hey, man, that chicken was kind of dry. While many make it a point to take part in fun family activities, they stumble across activities they didn't exactly sign up for. The area is very well known for being a hotbed of paranormal activity. While the incidents range from smaller annoyances to the most terrifying, one thing's for certain, many visitors get much more than they paid for. 
first rumors have circulated for a long time that anyone brave enough to complete three circles at the top of dribble fork parking lot have just a matter of seconds before they are chased out wait what <laughs> they get by security or what no when driving toward <laughs> when driving toward the exit they come out to a fork in the road before they realize what's happening a black hearse pulls up to their tail and chases them out of the park so they have to do three circles in their car on the parking lot on uh yeah at the top of the parking lot what the fuck the amount of auto accidents in the park has been co- has been a cause of concern for officials for a long period of time this sounds like an activity boys <laughs> this sounds like a road trip we're gonna go to utah just to drive three circles and wait at the fork in the road just to see if the black hearse pulls up on us that doesn't sound like a waste of money at all <laughs> it'll be a waste of our lives if it comes true <laughs> I'm going to fucking just, like, hold on to something. <laughs> Jose's going to be freaking the fuck out once he sees anything. <laughs> oh, bro, I'm going to fucking... <laughs> it's going to be another car coming coming towards us. He's going to be like... Ah, oh, shit, it's rain, the hearse. Efrain, drive, drive. <laughs> it's the fucking hearse. That's another prank, guys. We could literally get a hearse and just drive a... What do you do? Drive a horse? <laughs> <laughs> drive a horse? <laughs> Ride around in the fucking hearse and carriage. I just imagine a horse with like a steering wheel attached to it. Instead of the instead of the reins, it's just a steering wheel. Your horse automatic or six speed? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, it's got four legs. What are you talking? (laughs) Others report encountering a ghost hitchhiker near the outskirts of town. People entering or leaving the park approached a figure standing at the side of the road. Some of the more courageous drivers pulled over to see if they could help the individual. And some say that the figure ap- disappears on approach. Others explain the horrifying experience of the figure pulling the hood back and showing the face of a demon before disappearing. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> you can't just disappear, man. Come on. Deep in the midst of the canyon lies the Grotto campsite, arguably the most terrifying place in the canyon. The site was originally the Tipanogos Cave Visitor Center. Now all that remains is a staircase and a path housed by retaining walls. Instead, the area is now home to the grisly death site of Laura and Aim or Amy. Sorry if I butchered your last name. So they died there. Mm-hmm. In 1974, hikers were exploring some secluded caves in America Fort Canyon when they came across the body of a woman. Of a woman, she appeared to have been kept in the cave for an extended period of time. She was naked and appeared to have been beaten and raped. Even worse, the woman was beheaded and appeared to have been strangled with a stocking. After calling the authorities, she was identified as 17-year-old Laura Ann Amy. Also, it was one person? Mm -hmm. I thought it was two. I thought Laura and Amy were two people. No, Laura Ann. I'm just going to say Laura Ann because I can't really... I I don't know how to pronounce her last name. An investigation spanned years and multiple states until the murderer was found. The infamous Ted Bundy was ultimately convicted of this death and the deaths of at least 30 girls in seven states. That's why the cave is famous. For Ted Bundy. Yep. Did he come? He went to Utah? He went to uh, seven seven states. Oh, really? Yeah. Some estimates were as high as 100 girls. His record all involved the kidnap, rape, and murder of girls from California, Washington, Utah, Colorado, Florida, Oregon, and Idaho. He averaged nearly a murder a month from 1974 to 1978. He was ultimately convicted and sentenced to the electric chair for his uh, heinous crimes. 
Many report hearing screams or scuffling, or scuffling in the area near Grotto Campground. They have feelings of dread and describe the area as feeling evil. Some have even described feeling pushed or hearing someone yelling help. Many have followed the voice into the general area only to find no one and nothing there. Damn, that took a dark turn real this, quick. This started from a, damn, they should bust into that. This shit started from like, let's go and prank people. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> fuck. I regret the last five sentences I said. <laughs> I regret the whole fucking thing. Because I was like, just wait. I was like, just wait till they hear why this cave's famous. <laughs> that's, damn, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, dude, I can't. Uh, anywhere where like, because I'm, I'm assuming it's like very a secluded area. Can you imagine going there and being like, this is what people saw like eh, before like they got killed. Like yeah. their last moments. Yeah, especially by Ted fucking Bundy. That's fucking atrocious. I saw a documentary on him where he like. He defended himself in court. Like, he was his own lawyer. <laughs> that fuck? motherfucker. And he played it like a cartoon would. Like, he would get on the, he would get on the stand. He's like, so, Ted, <laughs> where were you on the night? And then he would run back as the, uh, to the witness stand. Like, <laughs> I was there. He dead ass did that. There's I a fucking documentary. <laughs> no wonder he fucking lost. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. He man. lost that bad. They, they were like, chair. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't even charge him on anything. It was just tax fraud. <laughs> Chair. <laughs> Dude, when you thought, like, when you said the cave, I thought it was going to be some, like, paranormal shit. Like, there's this one cave where people go missing. I didn't think. No, well, I mean, there is, like, supernatural stuff that happens there. But, you know, for a different reason. Yeah. I mean, the the black hearse. The black hearse and the guy that disappears. It, rem- it reminds me of two different stories. Like, uh... I, I'm really into, like, uh, people who go into, in, like, national parks and, like, see you freaky shit. One of my favorite stories from Reddit was, like, this dude went on, like, a couple-day hike. Like, full backpacker, right? Like, with gear and everything. He gets to the top of this really steep mountain. And at the top, he just sees a random guy <laughs> in, like, sandals and shit. <laughs> like, this is a proper, like, mountain climber. Gets to the top, sees a dude in sandals and, like, regular, like, a t-shirt. <laughs> Just like cargo shorts, a t-shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck? <laughs> but he gets closer and he sees that, like, the guy has no face. And that's when it, like, it gets freaky. But, like, just the setup up, up until that one point, like, oh, fuck. It's just some dude in sandals. Yeah. Like, hey, man, doing my morning walk. <laughs> you spent, like, three days, like, through the treacherous terrain just to see a dude in sandals and, like, a Led Zeppelin t-shirt. He's like, why don't you take the stairs? Yeah. The cave also did remind me of a thing that I want to do in the future. Maybe next time I get another episode. There's this fucking... Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever come across this one. There's a YouTuber. Well, there was a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> Who, like... I don't know if he liked exploring sh- shit or not. But there was a video that came out where he was like... I found a fucking cave that's shaped like an M. Oh, I know exactly what you're I, talking about. Yeah. I was thinking about that story. I know that. shit freaks me out to this day. I think it was debunked, though. I'm not entirely sure. I found correctly, it was debunked. Was it? I think so. Because he did go missing. Yeah. I think they found a body recently. I think there's he, been an update. He went in there and his body was vibrating when he walked in, right? Mm-hmm. He said he felt something when he walked in. And the more deeper he got, the more like intense it got. And then he just got scared and just left. Yeah. And he tried going back to find it and he couldn't. Yeah, that's what ended up happening. 
yeah, the next few times he tried to find it, and he said he couldn't find it. I remember so I, I googled saw... it right now, and apparently he is also missing. He just he's been gone. Yeah, so I... like he really is missing. I remember seeing that um, he was telling like his YouTube uh, like subscribers that he was gonna go back, and some guy commented like, "No, like don't don't yeah. go because you're not gonna come back." And the guy re- replied to him back like, well, "What do you mean by that?" <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been like, okay, fine by me. Tell me no more. Yeah, that that whole it's a short story, but like I want to like dig deep into like the details and everything. Yeah, see if because he is missing from what I know. Yeah, just looked it up. He is missing. He's gone. Kenny uh, Watch, I believe his name is. Yeah, Kenny Watch. I have it on my list of like future like pod topics. Yeah, so he he goes back, never finds it again. He keeps telling his subscribers like, I don't know, maybe not. Then one day he's just like. I'm going to try it one more time. Okay, guys? I'll report back. Never reported back to this day. He's missing. That's fucking crazy, dude. That's what I thought you were going to. Like, oh, there's this creepy cave. Fucking Ted Bundy. (laughs) There's also another story. Another Reddit story. Mm -hmm. It was was a throwaway account. And this guy's like, hey, you know, I live in this town. Because, you know, he's like, and there's been a bunch of stores popping up. You know, uh, name uh, or like, there's a name of the town, Mart, Mart Town. Like, you know, just like, he never gives a name, but it's kind of like this random, like, the name of the town and then Mart at the end of it. And he goes in one day to like buy some stuff. And he notices everything is expired. And he's like, all right, well, what the fuck? This is weird. Yeah. And he noticed he like he noticed that when he got in there, he was like getting stared at by the employees. They were kind of just like following, like not following, but you know, following with the eyes, just like looking at him. And he's like, Okay, this is fucking weird. And he decides, you know, I'm gonna do a stakeout and take some pictures of this place. I vaguely remember this. They uh same thing where he's like, I'm going to take some pictures. I'm going to update you on what's going on. Never fucking updated. So it could be some ARG or another fucking missing person and some yeah. weird ass employees. Yeah, I do remember that. And it was like, wasn't it like a bunch of shops? Like they were, they all looked like the same. Weren't they all selling like yeah, they the were, same thing? They were all made like they had like different names, but they all had like the same fonts. They had the same layout. It was mostly like. You know, there was like a thing where they're like, oh, this could be like some kind of fucking mod- uh, uh, money laundering scheme. Yeah. But yeah, it's like one of the things that reminded me of another like missing person just fucking. It could have been a Reddit ARG or something, but that was another one of those creepy things. There's a lot of Reddit ARGs, but yeah. I remember reading that one. Middle America's scary, man. <laughs> yeah. you People don't understand how big this country is and like how much distance you have to cover to get from one major city to another. And everything between that is just desert, farmland, and and mountains. That's all there is between that. And small towns. That's why there's a bunch of, like, fucking serial killers on roads. Mm-hmm. That's why we have so many fucking cryptids. <laughs> um, there's this uh, movie person called uh, Small Town Monsters, which is, which does documentaries on, well, small town monsters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's fucking right. Like, it's a big town. Like, and, like you haven't explored all of it. You're going to, like, you know, cross run across a small town. It's like, oh, yeah, you know. At night, don't do this because this is going to pop up and you can learn about a new cryptid. <laughs> Just added you onto the list. <laughs> Brand new cryptid discovered. I mean, I know like we, we both listen to Chil- uh, Chiluminati, right? And yeah. have you ever heard of the, the not deer? The not deer. Yeah, I listened to that episode. Like exactly where it's like you're just walking through a small town in the middle of America. Oh, yeah, we got this thing called the not deer. Yeah, that one's like a pretty weird one too. When I never heard of it until I listened to that episode. Yeah. Have you heard of the not deer? Nope. It's basically in the name. It's a deer, but it's not a deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's N-O-T and then deer. So, not deer. I My brain just went to, like, not, like, K-N-O-T. No, 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 no. Not deer. 
Where it's not a deer. It's not a Boy Scout tier. A Boy Scout tier. Boy Scout deer that ties knots. No, no, no. It's not a deer. That's what it's called. So basically, it's like you're just driving or like walking somewhere, and you see a deer. You're like, oh, look, it's a deer. Then it stands up. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's not a deer. <laughs> Full antlers and everything, but then it just like acts undeer like so. Yeah, that's one of the weirder cryptids. There's. I think that was the same episode that... Oh, no, no. It was a different episode from Chuluminati. There's a lot of goat men across the, the country. Goat man, bunny man. Yeah. How did they not name this one the deer man? Right? How did they go straight to the, the not, not deer? deer. It's like, what'd you see out there? I saw the not deer. The white. <laughs> the fucking what? The not deer is basically animorphs, but backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a, a Reddit fucking... Uh, it was similar to that because there's a lot of sightings of like... People seeing animals, going back to like, uh, what's it called? Skinwalkers? Yeah. And seeing animals just stand up on like their two legs or seeing an animal that's clearly not a normal animal. There was a Redditor that was uh, just driving across uh, the country and he was like, I saw this fucking thing that I cannot explain to this fucking day. Then he proceeds, uh, proceeds to like describe it. It's like a big fucking like, imagine like a giant like rat and like just big eyes, giant rat hairless uh, long claws and shit he's like to this day that shit haunts me the comments underneath it all started like I think you might have seen a bear with this condition where it loses hair and like they started showing pictures he's like that's exactly what I fucking saw <laughs> I was gonna say it too I was like was it might have been like a hairless bear or something yeah that's exactly what he saw with like patches and shit <laughs> And I think, like, it actually had, like, a deformed face. I think that's also, what, like, the like the uh, thing that causes it. But, like, I was just so happy. I was like, yes, we have an explanation for one. <laughs> At least one. At least one. At least there's another, not another fucking cryptid out there. And I'm like, damn, guys, the new cryptid just dropped. The not bear. <laughs> the not bear. I'm, I'm deeply afraid of seeing some shit stand up on its two feet and walk like a human. Because... I'm constantly in, like, secluded areas. I like camping. I like going hiking and shit. And even when I go back home to Mexico, I'm I'm driving through, like, country roads. Yeah. I am deeply afraid of seeing some shit one day. Dude, like, seeing it one thing, like, seeing something like that happen is one thing, but having it stare at you while it does it, yeah, that's something else. Because I've seen deer, like, jump across the road. I've seen, like, I killed a fucking animal once, I think. Uh, I think it was a rabbit. Yeah, just crossed in front of me and I just ran over. I had no time to evade. I was like, fuck! <laughs> Didn't even cause a bump. It just felt like nothing. <laughs> Fucking hell. Rabbits don't make bumps, apparently. Man, if anyone would probably freak out if you saw a squirrel then. Nah. Dude, like, you look at the rabbit through the rear view and you see it stand up. <laughs> <laughs> On two feet. It's like, it's like the Hijo de la Terra, but a bunny edition. Yeah. Did you guys ever speak now that we're like on Reddit, like <laughs> urban like myths? Did you guys ever read the one about the guy driving through California? He was like on Route 66 and then he drives up a bit like I forget what it was. I think it was like something 60 or one a random road up. Yeah. To a I think uh forget the I forget the city specifically about the story, but it's in the Route 66, like Stanton, Stockton, whatever the fucking area is where like where Route 66 like really starts being Route 66. Around like Roy's Cafe, if you don't know where I'm talking about. He's driving, and all of a sudden he sees a car crash up, up front. 
and like there's bodies all over the ground. But the closer he gets, he sees that the bodies are kind of like perfect. It's like it looks too good of a crash scene. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck is this? I think the guy was a Marine, by the way, background. And he gets close. He sees that the scene's way too good, way too like the body's way too like in a way like it looks like someone like said it in a movie. Yeah. He drives closer and he's like, I think I'm going to pass this. <laughs> he passes it. And as he looks in the rear view mirror, he sees that like they start getting up and like a bunch of people come out from the side from like the bushes, like mm. 20 people plus he sees just standing Damn. and then like just <laughs> looking at him <laughs> and then he just floors it out of there. That's a fucking town prank. Yeah. Fuck, I would have shit myself. If I would have seen 20 people come out from the side of the bushes, I would have just stopped the car, make a U-turn, and then just haul <laughs> ass towards them and just see what they do. I'm like, I know I'm not wanted here. I'm backing up. Haul <laughs> ass towards them. Like, yeah. You want to play a prank, huh? <laughs> I don't know if that's a real story because I've 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 read like different like iterations of it, but I think that's the original one. Mm-hmm. That probably turned into like an urban myth, and it was and it was here in California. I don't remember when. I think it was like the nineties or eighties. But yeah, that one freaks me out too. No, dude, I would have been fucking scared because I'm like, you see car crashes all the fucking time. Yeah. So when you're driving, you're like, oh fucking hell, another case of shit drivers. Yeah. And then you're like, it. oh wait a minute, something's fucking going on here. Yeah, especially here in LA, you're used to seeing uh, cars upside down. <laughs> dude, one day, um, back when I was working the Queen Mary, right. Uh, my friend was working at the uh, travel inn. I don't think we've had a single episode where we don't mention the Queen Mary. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have a like, so this, actually, this goes on forever. <laughs> we can make it. I can <laughs> every episode find a way to add the Queen Mary. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So we're uh, we're going to. I'm going to pick up my check and he's going to pick up his. Mm-hmm. And like car right in front of us, fucking just flips in the air and crashes, and we're like, okay, then. what the fuck? <laughs> like this is like. We're just California. We got shit drivers everywhere. Yeah. Fucking car crash. You see those all the fucking time. You see perfect bodies. That's when I started being like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, then body, like fucking people coming out of the bushes. That's, yeah. that's some fucking uh, small town murder. Like, just the whole town is full of murders. Yeah. Cause like, just to see that and like, like the uncanny valley basically, yeah. right? It hits in. It's like, it's a little too good. That body is a little too well placed where I could see it perfectly. I don't know what he saw, but, like, I could understand where something looks a little too good, too creepy. I'm wondering, like, was he driving slow? Or how could he, like, analyze the body? I'm like, you know, that's a little too perfect. Oh, he slowed down. Okay. So he was going to stop and get out. But once he stopped and he, like, had a good, like, chance to look at the scene, he was like, wait a minute. (laughs) He sees all that. He's like, you know what? Instinct kicked in. I'm just going to go around and drive off. I would have been like, all right, like, what time is it going on? How come there's, like, no one here helping the bodies out? Yeah. I believe it was, like, the sun was going down. I believe it was, like, around sunset area. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, you would expect people to be there, you know? Like, oh, shit, there's... I mean, like, well, this no. Was Secluded Road, Route 66. Oh, okay. I was, He's uh, in the middle of nowhere. Okay. I was thinking it was kind of like a town or no, something. No, no, no. But fuck nowhere. It was <laughs> just a road. Yeah. Just a road in bushes. That's all he's at. He should have just fucking kept driving. <laughs> he did good. He kept driving. All right, before we go way more off topic, cause be, because once we started talking, I had so many other stories. I was like, by the way. <laughs> it's like, here's some, like, I mean, it's good padding. It's like it's like small little stories that wouldn't make even a full headline. You're right. Because I was going to start talking about, like, the one time I saw a fucking car flip. It was, like, the most random thing, too. All right, I'll tell it. <laughs> I mean, I told my car flip story. <laughs> going, no, I'm not. 
you know right. what? I will. <laughs> I was driving with Zeus one day, and then my car flipped. I have no explanation. I was hanging out with my friend Shannon one day. I don't know what we did. We just did random shit. I believe we just went out to eat. We come back, and we went in the same car, but he came in his car to, to my house. And from my house, we went in my car. So we come back. I take him to his parking spot. He gets in his car, and I get in my car, and we're about, we say goodbye, basically. It's like 1 a.m. at this point. We get out of the same street because I got to go to my house, which is a different parking spot from where he parked. I turn the corner. It's 1 a.m., so the streets are empty, right? I just had this nice conversation with Shannon. I'm like, all right, bye-bye, bye-bye. I'm driving slow because I'm near my house. I'm, I don't, I'm not in a hurry to get there. Yeah. I'm driving like 10 miles an hour. I turn the corner into the main street. And immediately after, I just see the only two cars in the fucking street hit each other. And one of them flips. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> just nice calm night. Just turn car flip. Ah! Jesus. I call Shannon immediately because oh, I know he's. I know the story. Wait. <laughs> you have the videos of it, don't you? Oh, I have a video of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when we first met, you told me that story. You, really? Yeah. You and Shannon told me that story. <laughs> I turn the co- I t- I turn and stop at the nearest like uh, like laundromat right that's right there. I call Shannon because I s- I know he's still in his car. I'm like, dude, there was a crash. He's like, what? <laughs> when you turn the corner, there's gonna be a crash. All I hear is Shannon. No, what the f- what the fuck are you talking? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't believe it. Like, what the fuck are you talking? There's a crash. Oh fuck! <laughs> at that point, the car's already like on its side. That car bounced, guys. Like it hit flipped you the top of the car bounced on the fucking floor like a like a fucking stone on the lake dude didn't the driver fucking book it yes so me and shannon park on the opposite side of the street we cross the street trying to help i open the door this lady's just like on the ground on the roof of her car basically just crawling on all fours like you good you good she doesn't respond i help her up uh, along with another guy that who's now at the scene trying to help she gets up. We're thinking, oh, she's really hurt because she's not even talking. She's like very delirious. She doesn't even talk. That's how she's talking. Like, you, are you okay? Are you, do you need an ambulance? And she, and then she like pushes us off. She like take, she takes our arms off of her. Obviously, we now know she's perfectly balanced, and she starts running <laughs> <laughs> in heels. But it's such a funny run too because it wasn't fast. Have you guys, it's like, imagine a monkey, have you seen the monkey that runs like, (laughs) like with its arms out? She's like trying to run in heels, but she's running so slow, like a pretty like athletic person could walk her speed that she's running right now. (laughs) Anyway, she books it, leaves everyone at the scene there with the fucking car. (laughs) Meanwhile, the car that got hit... By the time we turn back to see that car, it's gone already. Everyone's away. Everyone who's a victim in this scene is gone. <laughs> so it's just me, Shannon, and, a, and like two, three other people just there with a the flip car. <laughs> what do you do in that situation? You start taking video, <laughs> which is exactly what I did. I was like, man, this shit's crazy. Like, California uh, roads are like a fucking hotbed of fucking bad driver ghosts. And I'm guessing there's like some fucking shit because, like, Everything could be perfectly normal, right? There's two cars. How the fuck do you crash? There's two of you. The only two cars there, and they crashed. There's like, what the fuck happened? There's two of you, and you still fucking crashed. They were the only two cars for a while, too, because after they crashed and we're there at the scene, no other cars passed. <laughs> the street was completely empty until the cops came. That's fucking... 
Did they ever... I don't know. Like, find the two people? I don't know. She walked away into the, the distance. And this is why you don't the drive sunset, in Into the sunset, even though it was 1 a.m. <laughs> this is why you don't drive in California, because... Don't fucking drive here, man. <laughs> fucking overcrowded. Yeah, she was clearly drunk. You could smell the alcohol as soon as, like, you got near her. Or, like, fucking hell. I mean, well, she must have been a- on something. Like, get away. Like, car flipped. She gets up. All right, I'm good. There's your, run. there's your answer on how the only two cars on the road <laughs> hit each other because of alcohol. It was funny, too, because, like, you opened... She, I think she had tinted windows, so I don't see anything. As soon as I opened the door, she's already on all fours on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was wearing her seatbelt and, like, still trying to get out or something. No, nah, she's already on all fours just looking at the ground like, God, well, how did I get here? <laughs> really? I met you then? Yeah. Holy shit. I don't remember that. All right, so I brought a story today. It's a pretty big story. Hopefully, we have enough time to finish it <laughs> from all that fucking talk. I mean, like, we could just cut all that out. No, no, no. That's too good. So me and Jose know about this guy, but you don't, Zeus, right? Nope. This guy, his name is Sam. Sam's a nice man. <laughs> Sam, I am. Sam, he am. Is he a man, though? Is he a man? Let's find out. Does he eat green eggs and ham? No, but he eats berries. Green berries and no. ham? Berries. And he has to inspect them first because oh. they might be poisonous. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just a camper. This happens in 1973. Same decade that uh, John Hodges <laughs> saw the space brains. We always bring our man John up. Because <laughs> at least same... Same year that, uh, what's her name? Lisa Ann? Not Lisa Ann. <laughs> Mar- Marianne. Let's cut that, cut that. We're sorry, Marianne. It's Marianne, right? Let me look it up. <laughs> the same it's year. Laura Ann. Laura Ann. Same year Laura, Laura Ann got murdered there. This is all feeding into my personal conspiracy that something happened in the 70s. <laughs> something fucking happened and we don't know. I mean, there was, a, there was a shit ton of drugs in the 70s. Yeah. 70s hippies turned into fucking, uh, what's it called? Serial killers. <laughs> the CIA was all over the place. Corruption was all over the place. Something happened in the seventies. Space brains were coming out of fucking space. space. And Sam was out here fucking telling children about shit. So, yeah, something happened in south in the southeast region of England, located in the English Channel, about two miles off the coast of Hampshire, is the Isle of Wight. The Isle of Wight. He misspelled that. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. So um, this article is from uh, Cryptopia.us. It's written by Rob Morphy. If you listeners of the podcast will know that I'm a big Rob Morphy fan because I've kept referencing him like on the down low. He's the guy I found the space brains through. So fucking Rob Morphy, write better, man. (laughs) I love you, but write better. I love you, man, but do better. It was just one typo. (laughs) There's more. (laughs) I've read this. On the Isle of Wight, this tourist destination is renowned for its temperate climate, natural beauty, and one very bizarre encounter with an intelligent and apparently non-human entity. On the east coast of the Isle, the coastal resort town of Sandown, wedged between the seaside paradise and a nearby nearby town of Shanklin, is the aptly named Shanklin and Sandown Golf Club. This is where everything takes place. It would be sometime in May of 1973 on these impeccably manicured fairways 
that this truly curious case would begin. At about 4 p.m. on the day in question, a seven-year-old girl named Faye, that's our main character, was wandering around the golf course with an unnamed male friend who was approximately the same age. I don't know why we don't know the boy's name, but we know the girl's name, who is Faye. The duo were exploring the nooks and hills of this great expanse when they were both startled by a sound that they compared to the wail of an ambulance siren in the distance. The children filled with both natural curiosity and the sense of invulnerability that comes before a dawning awareness of their own mortality, swiftly set out to locate the and identify the source of the hauntingly repetitive monotone screech. He writes like this. He really does like use big words. So I'm going to struggle a lot with this. <laughs> it's okay. These fledgling explorers pushed through the thick hedgerow and made their way to a swampy pasture which was adjacent to the oft-abandoned Sandown Airport. The moment Faye and her companion came into the clear, the shrieking ceased. I'm not even going to say that fucking word. <laughs> not content to forego this mystery without at least a cursory search of the area, the two intrepid investigators pressed forward, looking for any sign of the thing that had made the so startling noise. As the pair crossed over a wooden footbridge that traversed the narrow creek, they experienced the shock of their young lives. Without warning, a large, three-fingered hand, clad in what appeared to be a blue glove, emerged from beneath the bridge and urged the youngsters to come forward. Fucking Pennywise. So they're just walking. They hear sirens. They're like, what the fuck is that? It's abandoned where they're at. These are seven-year-olds, right? Seven-year-olds. One seven-year-old girl named Faith and a seven-year-old boy who we do not know the name of. Then they just see a fucking hand and it's the bridge they just crossed. Three fingers, blue glove, and it's like, man, it's doing the little finger wave just like, come here, come here. That's all they see. That's some Pennywise shit. Yeah. That and I'm just imagining the, the killer clowns from outer space. I believe this is all before both of those things. I know it's before it, but I don't know if it's before killer clowns. I think killer clowns was like 79. Then yeah, this is all before clowns were scary, so. That's what happens. I mean, if you look at pictures of clowns from back in the day, they were always scary. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there were kids just fucking crying. Like, why is he crying? I don't know. It's a perfectly funny man. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, little Timmy. Look at the funny man. (laughs) Laugh, Timmy. Laugh. The kids, seemingly more curious than they were concerned, did not run away, but stared in astonishment at the utterly unbelievable humanoid figure from across the bridge. The first publicized description of this unique entity was circulated in the British UFO Research Association Journal, Volume 6, Number 5, January through February 1978, in an article by Norman Oliver titled, Report Extra! Ghost or Spaceman 73? In it, Oliver reported what the children had claimed to have seen emerge from the wooden bridge. He was nearly seven feet tall and had no neck. Motherfucker got no neck. For his head appeared to be wedged straight onto his shoulders. He wore a yellow pointed hat, which interlocked with the red collar of his tattered green tunic. A round black knob was affixed to the top of his hat. A wooden antenna were attached to either side. Oh, a wooden antenna. <laughs> I was like looking at you like antennae. I was like, antenna. you mean antenna? <laughs> The two antennas to the side? He had two antennas attached to either side. Oliver went uh, to explain, describe the odd entity's stoic facial features. Did you describe his cupete? 
I think he did. <laughs> the fucking little. Uh, he has a little fucking like Superman little <laughs> hair the, thing. That little curl. That little curl on the front. His face had a triang. His face had triangular markings for eyes, a brown square of a nose, and motionless yellow lips. His uh, his nose looks like a fucking electrical wall plug in. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I mean, like if you look at a. We're, we're, I'm gonna post a picture of Sam on the Instagram, Crypto yeah. Coffee Pod. Yep, he looks like <laughs> he looks like a uh, like like if he's just like someone like looked at a a bunch of electrical signs and be like, yes. You know what he looks like to me? The top of a, those fucking baby like toy boxes where you have to fit the shapes in. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what Sam looks like. Because like I'm looking at his nose and his cheeks because he has like red cheeks. Yeah, with the fucking uh, division with the division signs. Other round markings were on his paper white cheeks, and a fringe of red hair fell onto his forehead. There we go. Wooden slats uh, protruded from his sleeves and from below his white trousers. So he didn't even have fucking uh, hands and legs, basically. It's just wooden slabs, like the pirate from Family Guy. <laughs> Holy shit. The children also noticed that the entity had only three white toes on its apparently bare feet. That's right, boys and girls. It's a scummy, barefoot, robot puppet clown from hell, says Rob Morphy. <laughs> <laughs> At this moment of what may well have been the first contact between the human race and a being of unknown origin, the creature did something uncannily clownish. He began fumbling a book that he had been holding, dropping it into the water below. So, like, they see the hand, comes out, he's like, come here, come here. This. Then they see this motherfucker, all scary and shit. The first thing he starts to do is clown shit. Like, oh my, oh, oh, oh. like that's how he describes it. Like, he's dropping the book like, oh my god, oh my god. And he drops it into some water. I'm assuming a river nearby. Yeah, it doesn't say. Oh, the swamp. They're at a swamp. Faye and her cohort watched this erratic clown-like being as it almost comically splashed around in the creek in an attempt to retrieve the book. After he salvaged his tome, the entity leapt out of the water and moved away from the children, employing a hiney <laughs> hopping gout, not unlike that of an astronaut moving in the lunar surface. So this motherfucker, it, it, it gets worse. He just starts doing clown shit, bro. Like, scary looking motherfucker. Fuck it. Clowns aren't scary yet. But he starts doing clown shit. This is what inspired uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I bet, because if you've seen that movie, clowns doing clown shit. Until they get you. Yeah. In retrospect, this shit is scary as fuck. Maybe not at the time. Maybe people were different back then. But this shit is fucking creepy. Within moments, the being disappeared inside. What looked to the school children to be a small windowless metallic hut comparable to those used in construction sites. The perplexed uh, kids simply stared at the structure for a bit, then decided, yeah, it's time to go. Yeah. I, 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 I do the same. I mean, it would have been time to go the minute he started, like, telling you yeah come, come over here yeah and as soon as you see three fingers saying come over here you leave when they were about 150 feet away from the structure the entity re-emerged this time holding a device which resembled a black knobbed microphone with a white flex attached to a small box what apparently served as an amplifier according to oliver the wailing noise immediately returned this time being so loud that the boy was scared and he began, he began to run away so I'm I'm assuming that's where the siren noise came from. Wait, so his name is Oliver now. Oliver is the the guy that wrote this entire article that Rob Morphy is basing it on. Oh, okay, 
So Rob Morphy read this article from uh, Britain, and now he's writing his own, own article. Because um, I was like, I thought we didn't know the guy's name. No, no, no. The kid's name, we do not know. So there's two people basically like telling this story. Yeah. Rob Morphy, who I'm reading from, and Oliver, who basically Rob Morphy's reading from. <laughs> this is a triple story, boys. Storyception. Faye turned and was about to follow her friend. So the kid ran away, but Faye stayed. Faye's a fucking G, as we will soon learn. <laughs> Faye turned and was about to follow her friend when the screeching sound faded. The mechanized clown began to speak into the microphone. The pair would later claim that they heard his voice with perfect clarity as it asked them a seemingly obvious question. Are you still there? (laughs) (laughs) Just Yes. You still there? That's what he said. He comes out, looks them dead in the eyes as the siren starts screeching again. He sees the boy run. The girl about to run, he's like, you still there? <laughs> Fuck, because I don't, like, I think about myself in this position, right? If, yeah. I, if I was there, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> I would have just stood there not saying anything just to see if, like, you know, maybe he's blind. <laughs> like, like, he can... Common sense tells you to run. Yeah. But at the same time, too, what the fuck is going on? Like, I yeah. would keep, I feel like part of me feels like I would keep watching hmm. and I probably wouldn't live to tell the tale. Who knows? Sam doesn't seem to be like, you know, Sam doesn't seem to be a violent creature. I don't know. It could turn into be like, he was just reeling him in and then going for the kill or whatever the fuck he was yeah. doing. Cause that, but that is some part of me is like, that's some scary shit, but also like, yo, yeah. I kind of want to see where this ends. That's an opportunity, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause up until this point, it's all scary. It's all a, like, it's a regular sighting. Yeah. You're seeing some creepy shit that you cannot explain. It could be a cryptid that you saw and it disappeared and you never saw it again scary story end of story as soon as it comes out and says are you there in perfect english the queen's english by the way yeah you're just like wait what the fuck <laughs> i don't know if you think they think they're like oh it's probably a man in a costume or something but then that wouldn't really explain the the fingers and everything yeah the, the jump too yeah. but when i when i first like uh read this story this is the part where i'm like in my perspective yeah this is an opportunity. I'm, I probably might want to talk to him. I kind of get their perspective. Because as soon as any any other... If the Mothman talk, maybe. Like, <laughs> maybe. none of these cryptids have talked. So this motherfucker comes out. Hey! Y'all still there? <laughs> <laughs> and it worked, apparently. Because the boy stopped running. And he and Faye came to the conclusion that this clown-like creature's voice had a friendly and non-threatening vo- tone. So, there goes another point for the clown. Once again, the kids' curiosity usurped their better judgment and proving that they would have been prime candidates for the stranger danger training, (laughs) they started back towards uh, the eccentric entity. At this point, the clown-like being raised his uh, presumably, presumably still moist book, opened it, and in a large childish scrawl, wrote a message. The boy was wary, but Faye cautiously approached the clown creature and inspected the writing. As the chaotic sequence of words was in no conventional order, Faye read each one as the thing pointed to it. The message read, Hello! I am All Color Sam. All Color Sam. Yeah. Quote again. I'll read it. Hello! I am All Colors Sam. I don't know what that means. I guess just his name, All Color Sam. No one knows what this means. (laughs) I guess he's black, white, brown he's a little bit of everything i mean if you look at his uh 
you look at the pictures of drawings. He has like a green jumpsuit. His ha- his hair is red. Yeah, he has like different colors. Seeing as Faye had not been harmed by the unusual visitor, the boy gained the pluck to join her next to the looming figure. The children then learned that the creature named Sam was able to talk without the aid of a microphone. The kids were fascinated by the being's ability to talk without moving its lips. So imagine Ultron. The face is still, his lips don't move, but voice, a voice is coming out of it. Clown Ultron. <laughs> Clown Ultron. <laughs> Faye would state that even though the thing was able to speak perfect English, the sounds it made were distorted rather like an individual who was incapable of opening their mouth properly. Or perhaps a creep hiding behind a wooden mask. <laughs> the children began to feel comfortable enough to start asking questions. Caught on appearances, as kids often are, the duo asked the being why his clothes were all torn. Sam replied that they were the only clothes he had available. Sam's homeless, guys. <laughs> Faye, fixated on the humanoid, strangely immobile uh, features and paper white skin, mustered the courage to ask Sam if he was human. His reply was, no. <laughs> Just straight up. Just no. What an honest man. <laughs> right? Teacher. Right. What an honest Sam. Anxious about his status as a paranormal entity, they then asked Sam if he was a ghost. The strange being replied, Well, not really. But I am in an odd sort of way. <laughs> this is all his fucking answers. He never says anything directly. He's like, he's, he dances around all the questions. Quick on her feet, the kids reported, What are you then? Sam vaguely replied, you know. <laughs> no, I don't know. What are you? <laughs> this is like the fucking stories of like, uh, when they're like, uh, I, I don't know what story it would be. It's like uh, talking to like someone that's like, oh, you can only go through this like path if you answer this riddle. And it's like some bullshit <laughs> that like you're never going to get correctly. Yeah. What the fuck are you? You know. <laughs> <laughs> It reminded me of a Bill Burr joke that he did on Think on Conan. He was commenting on Trump's presidency after he won in 2016. Uh-huh. He was like, I fucking love the way he ran, though. Like, nowhere. He never said shit. He, like, he sounded like a guy that was just winging it the whole time. Oh, we're going to do this and that and that. Oh, really? How are you going to do that? Oh, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. That's how, that's how it was all, like. Throughout the presidency, just like, we're going to do this and how. You'll You'll see. see. You'll see how. That's basically what Sam just, you know what I am. (laughs) Trust me, bro. Source, trust me, bro. The The creature then went on to explain that although he had indicated that his moniker was Sam in the book, he had no real name. So we don't even know this motherfucker's name. He also claimed that there were others like him on Earth and that further and further confessed that he was frightened of people and scared that they might hurt him, stating that if he were attacked, he would not fight back. Aw, poor little Sam. He's well, just a peaceful man. In what is perhaps his most disconnecting move, disconcerting move, <laughs> the being then invited the children to enter his metal-sided, eerily windowless hut through a small flap-like opening in the side. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that, that, that's where I leave. Up until this point, I'm all on board. Oh, a talking clown. You want to come in, little boy? Nope. Nope. (laughs) I'm okay. I don't think I will. The hut was divided into two levels. The lower level had a blue-green wallpaper and covered with a pattern of dials. Also, it had an electric heater, (laughs) some basic wooden furniture, furniture, 
the upper level was not as expansive and had a metal floor. So just the image. You walk in. It's a wallpaper of dials. Not not actual dials like the one here on this interface, but just a wallpaper of pictures of dials. He has a fucking electric heater. <laughs> I mean, you live in the UK. It gets cold. I get it. Sam needs to warm up. I mean, and he doesn't necessarily have like a home home. He's in the swamp. Yeah, he's in the fucking swamp, but he made a nice little fucking home out of this uh, metal hut. But <laughs> What? I'm just like, why? <laughs> like, how the fuck did he get any of the stuff in his home oh i don't know i don't think it says but he has a second home <laughs> a second I think, home i think this is his vacation home from what the article says i remember oh right. lord <laughs> <laughs> rob morphy says sam parentheses not sam because apparently that's not his fucking name told them that he managed to survive feeding on berries that he collected in the late afternoon and the, that he got his water from the nearby river but he cleaned it before he consumed it. His purification process was not described. But I might have an idea after he, after we learn what he does with the berries. Sam also confided in the children the existence, but not the f- specific site, of a secret camp that he maintained, which was located somewhere else in mainland England. So if you didn't like, if you didn't get it from the first time I described it, this, they're on an island right now, the Isle of Wight. Which is not in England. It's like two miles off the coast of England. So it's one of like the... It's separated, basically. It's like Catalina Island compared to us. This is where Sam is. He says he has another fucking home in England. In so the main da- mainland England. This really is his vacation home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Isle of Wight is a vacation destination. It's a tourist area with like different... Like, if you've ever seen like the northern like coasts of like the UK, it's like beautiful. This is why people go here. Once inside the hut, Sam removed his hat to reveal a pair of rounded white ears and sparse and a sparse patch of brownish hair, which is kind of weird because it says, like, when they first see him, he has red hair right here. But once he takes the pointy hat off, it's brown hair. I don't know. Next, the creature did something truly outlandish. The, tr- the children testified that the creature placed a berry inside his ear. A oh berry. God then lunged his head forward, causing the berry to disappear. <laughs> he puts an ear and goes, goes forward the air. The, this dude's doing magic tricks. Yeah, I was like, he's, he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's a cryptid, <laughs> a clown, and a magician. Space ghost, too. <laughs> he's an alien clown cryptid magician. <laughs> it all, after he shook his head, the berry reappeared in one of his triangular eye sockets. After repeating the head movement again, the berry reached his mouth. So he puts a berry in his ear, shakes his head, it's in his eye, shakes his hand again, it's in his mouth. Dead-ass magic tricks. Oliver, the original author, speculated that this unusual trick might have been a process used by a biological robot to verify the quality and potential toxicity of the berry before he consumed it. So there's a lot of poisonous berries in England. This is my one way. If he's a robot, which we're presuming that he is, this is how he detects berries that are poisonous. I mean, if he's a robot, does he really need berries to consume That's berries? another good question, Jose. I might not ask about it. <laughs> Maybe he's just eating because there's nothing else to do. Because I'm full on this guy's a fucking alien train. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck this guy is. I don't have an answer for this. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming, my personal theory, this is also how he purifies the water that he drinks from the nearby river. 
Of course, it might, it might also be a supernatural entity attempting to entertain a pair of children or a weird man in a wooden clown mask performing a magic trick. There's simply no way to know for sure, Rob Morphy says. The children remained inside the creature's hut like home for the better part of half an hour. They're there for 30 minutes. The first part of this podcast, they're there. They were asking Sam questions and receiving ambiguous answers. So they they don't say what the questions are beyond the questions they already gave us. Yeah. I would probably want to know yeah. what the fuck they asked him. and Because yeah, I want to know, too. Yeah. Where are you assuming, from? I'm assuming he gave all the answers the same way. Like, you know. Ah, uh, maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit like that. But even then, I still want to know the questions and answers. But no, we don't get that. That would make me more uncomfortable, though. If I would ask a question to something weird looking like that, and they're just like, I don't know. Then I would be like, oh, well, I know for sure I'm about to get the fuck out of here. So, <laughs> Well, I know. I know what's happening. <laughs> After a while, they said goodbye. And despite Sam's only nebulous uh, admittance to such, hurried out across the golf links to tell the first person that they ran into that they had seen, not only seen, but talked to a genuine ghost. So the kids believe he's a ghost because of the answer that, that he gave them. Yeah, are they ghosts? Not really, kinda. but in a way I kind of am. The first individual they ran into was likely a groundskeeper who simply laughed at their outlandish tale and assuming it was all nothing more than a flight of fancy of a childish prank. This greatly upset Faye and her compatriot. Disturbed by this initial reaction, it took Faye a few weeks to tell her father about her experience. At first, he did not pay too much attention, but started to be convinced due to the extraordinary level of detail of the account. Her friend also supported uh, Faye's description of the weird incident. So both of these kids, weeks after, are still like, this happened. Please believe me. This fucking happened. Mm-hmm. And you know kids. They're seven years old. Yeah. Kids crack easily. You press a kid for a little bit, they'll tell you everything, bro. That's why drug dealers don't have kids. <laughs> kids don't do well under fucking... Pressure. When the light's bright and you got a detective and he's got a fucking Capri Sun. <laughs> hey, kid. That we'll, kid gonna crack. We'll give you some... We'll give you a, a $5 Fortnite card <laughs> if you tell us where your dad... Is hiding the drugs. That kid will tell you crimes he didn't even commit. (laughs) Soon after Faye's father explored the area where his daughter claimed to have the encounter, there was no trace of the metal hut, nor any trace or evidence of it having once been there. So the hut does not exist, boys. There's no fucking hut. Which Mr. Y considered to be odd, Mr. Y's Faye's dad, considering the weight of a metal hut, and the softness of the soil on which uh, it allegedly rests. So there's no sign, no indentment in the ground. There's absolutely zero evidence that there was ever a hut where Faye says there was a hut. Mr. Y also spoke to the two workmen who had uh, been repairing a post in a nearby area when the event allegedly transpired. Neither man claimed to have heard or seen anything unusual that day. So from what Rob Morphy uh like alludes to, they were pretty close, the two guys working that day. Uh-huh. Like so close to the point where the siren that Faye and her friend heard, those two guys should have been able to hear it as well. The fact that they didn't hear it puts a little extra shit to the story. So the question that we're left with is, what exactly was no name Sam? Was he an alien? A ghost? An interdimensional being? A biological robot? I love that word. I've never robot? heard it before. I was like, biological robot. That sounds fucking cool. You know how, like, reptiles and shit, like, 
they have like armor basically right like a turtle or like an alligator they have scales so you know that nature could make shit that's like crazy yeah like they nature literally made armor for like alligators and stuff to to the idea of a biological robot something that runs on electricity somehow like i don't know it, it got to me i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah rob that's cool you're like i believe it i believe it so was he an interdimensional being a biological robot a supernatural entity or an ultra terrestrial an independently wealthy practical joker <laughs> that's my favorite theory a case of two-person mass hysteria, the product of fertile young imaginations, a terrifying all-too-human predator, or something utterly unexplicable. Unfortunately, with the only one encounter in the book, with only one encounter in the books and known sign of Sam or his other clownish uh, brethren populating the mainland, it seems as if this intriguing enigma will likely remain unsolved. He did admit that there were more people like him. He really did. Yeah, he said he wasn't the only one. That's fucking crazy. And he said he has another home, too. <laughs> I'm we, kind of thinking inter- interdimensional being, because like the way he said, like, you know, kind of like a ghost, but not really one. Yeah, I get it. Like, That's the closest thing to an answer that we got from yeah. him. We should go to where Sam was spotted, leave some berries there for him, see if he comes back. What animals do they have in the UK? Do they even have animals? I think they got squirrels, and that's it. We can leave like a, like a little night camera, like in a tree or something. Yeah. See, that's a good one. And this was like fifty nine years ago, almost sixty years ago. Like seventy three. Yeah, about like almost sixty years ago. I, I want to say fifty eight years ago. I was uh, for some reason I was thinking sixty three, but like at this point, you know, wouldn't the kids still be alive? Yeah, if you're born in the seventies, you're in your like, yeah, fifties. Yeah, they'd still be alive. And so I, while you're telling the story, I was looking up because I was like, is this person still alive? Yeah. And one article said uh, for the rest of their lives, they claim this is real, which has me thinking these kids aren't alive. <laughs> I'm trying to find anything. Because, <laughs> like, wouldn't you still be alive at this point? But even then, this is a pretty, like, it's it's a popular story. It's a big story. It's not, like, popular, like, amongst regular people. But people who like are in the know, they, they, a lot of people know this story like worldwide. I feel like if you just go to the town of Sandown and ask, people will probably like know exactly where it is. Like, I, I'm trying to see if there's anything, you know, popping up. Mm-hmm. Cause like these kids are probably, you know, they're, they're much older. They could probably like, if they've been telling the story for years, they're probably like, oh yeah, you know, this happened, this happened. The, the part that got me was you saying that them still talking about it. They're not alive anymore. <laughs> just, yeah, so I'm looking up. I'm like, are these kids alive? And the one record is like, these kids uh, told the story for the remainder of their lives. But I'm like, wait, are they dead? Because <laughs> I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, wait, this. Because we started telling the story, right? I'm like, they would probably be like in their 50s or their 60s at right now. Yeah. And then uh, for the remainder of their lives, they told the story. I'm like, wait, they would still be alive right now. Sam's family fucking hunted them down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a small. Well, relatively small island. I just measured it on Google Maps. It's 21 miles across, the longest length between one side of the island to the other. 21 miles. That's We just did that driving here, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if we go there and just ask around, people will probably know, like, there. Because it says it's it's a golf course between uh, uh, Sandown and the nearby town of Shacklin. Shanklin. 
Like what this is, is extremely interesting, and like I kind of wish there was more to it. <laughs> there's like, a there's a Tesco. <laughs> there's a what? If you don't know what a Tesco is, it's basically like a Walmart or something. <laughs> it's like a grocery store. So you were saying that there's like a golf course there? Yeah, this is where it all happened in the golf course, I believe. I just imagine we go there and we go to the golf course first, and we hit the ball like really hard, and we just hear it like like hit something. <laughs> There we go, Sam, right there. <laughs> it's metal that yeah. we hear. Just like a dong. Yeah. Sam? Sam's a fucking creepy one. That's like up there with like, what the fuck kind of encounters. It's hella fucking interesting. Because there's not deer encounters and shit, like animals being freaky. But this is a whole nother level. We don't even know what the fuck this is. He's probably just a little bit of everything. The fact that he's peaceful too, right? Dude, there's a picture of his house. The shack. <laughs> I've never seen his house. Oh, that's fucking creepy. It looks like a farm, like a barn house. Cryptic Coffee Pod at Instagram. Check <laughs> us out. You'll be seeing these pictures. It looks like the little sheds you can buy from Home Depot. Yeah. Looks exactly like that. But cheaper. A lot cheaper. Oh, shit. So, according to this, I'm reading this thing on, on Cracked. So. No, you're Cracked. Kind of, yes. But not the point. So apparently, uh, from what I'm this right here, when Faye told her dad, he said that he also had a paranormal experience around the same time. He said he said he saw two points of yellow lights peering up and down like the eyes of a horrible sea monster. What the fuck? Which is kind of fucking interesting. But yeah, I guess that adds a little bit more to it that uh, her dad also had some experience at the same time while I guess she was meeting Sam. Mm-hmm. Also, I've shown you guys, but like the fucking. Rob Morphy, apart from being an author, he's also an artist. He drew this picture. This is the scariest picture of Sam I've seen on the entire internet. Because, like, there's, like, rudimentary, like, pictures that looks like a kid drew it. Because I'm assuming Faye and her friend drew it as well, like, when they were asked to describe him. But this fucking picture of Rob Morphy just haunts me. Because, <laughs> like, it's a pretty good one. And um, when I was doing Inktober last year, I was doing this, crypt- uh, this cryptid one. Yeah. So I, I had shown you guys a picture. I drew Sam. I just didn't get a chance to ink it. And it was that was actually the one that I had used for reference for Sam. It's pretty fucking creepy. And if you look at it, you wouldn't think, oh, this guy's peaceful. You'd be like, killer clown from outer space. Yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. You see the antenna, the fucking hat. You don't know what to feel about him. Like, you read, like you know, you listen to the story and you're like, oh, it's a peaceful fucking creature. Yeah. You look at the you look at the fucking drawing he did and you're like, what the fuck? He's going to kill me in that's my sleep. Gonna fucking kill He's just vibing. Yeah. I mean, he was. He was chilling. Eating berries, drinking his water. He was chilling. Yeah, we'll upload this to the Instagram. We'll tag Rob Morphy. Ask him why. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you do this? Why would you create this thing? So fucking scary. I'll try to add pictures of the hut, too. But, yeah, this is pretty interesting. And if her dad had an experience around the same time, too, what the fuck is going on at fucking uh, Sandown? What the fuck is going on in the 70s, Jose? True. Something happened in the 70s. One day I'm just going to come out like, I got the fucking story for today. <laughs> and it's going to be the most deranged shit y'all <laughs> ever heard. So, yeah. That's Sam, the Sandown ghost clown. Hopefully we never see him around ever again. Especially in this town. I don't know why I turned into Dr. Seuss. If you guys heard, like, since the beginning I've been rhyming, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> is that you who? <laughs> yeah, fuck, I, I got two of them. <laughs> Have you guys ever had you? I fucking love you who's. You who's are fucking bomb. Zeus, you ever tried them? No. It's like, it's water with chocolate milk flavor. 
It's the weirdest shit ever, but it works. Chocolate flavored water? <laughs> no, wait, water. <laughs> chocolate <laughs> milk flavored, flavored water. water. They don't even. I don't even. What do they call it? I said that shit completely backwards. <laughs> says, shake it. Yoohoo. Chocolate drink. <laughs> That's all they call it. Chocolate drink. We are not sponsored by Yoohoo. This is just a tangent. We can be, though. We can be. <laughs> Yoohoo, give me a call, please. <laughs> Hit us up. <laughs> CrypticCoffeePod at gmail.com, please. Uh, anyone anyone else want to add other than you? No, I'm all good. This vanilla frappuccino's bussin'. Bussin'. I think we're going to leave it off there. We are at one hour and 17 minutes, boys. Our longest episode yet? Our longest episode yet. So, to be if, fair, though, we did have like a fucking 30-minute tangent on cars. We basically had a fourth story between uh, Zeus's story and my story. We yeah. had a couple stories there. We had About a- road trips, a guy fucking uh, seeing random bodies, my fucking experience, your experience, everyone's experience with cars. <laughs> like, you drive, like, you drive around California now, if you're going to see a car flip, mm-hmm. like, just car flip middle of the air. If you have not seen a car upside down and it's not at Universal, that's not at Universal Studios, have you ever really been to California? Really? Come on. I've seen Honda Civics upside down. I've seen Chevy Camaros upside down. I saw a fucking SUV upside down once. I saw a Tahoe. I knew those. I knew that family was in trouble when I saw a Tahoe <laughs> upside down. Well, I think that's gonna where, where we're gonna leave it for the Cryptic Coffee Podcast. This is Efren. This is Jose and Zeus saying goodbye. Later. Bye. <laughs>
You've never tried that before? <laughs> never. <laughs> I was like, no wonder. I was like, what the fuck, Jose? <laughs> Just, he couldn't even shut the thing that yet. Yeah, he opened it, drank it, and before he could even shut it back, like, damn, this shit busted. <laughs> Just put that fucking bottle back down and even close it. <laughs> right. To put it at uh. the end. So okay. just like at the end of like at the end of the podcast, just like fucking random damn that shit busting. <laughs> Alright, I'm putting this one in now. We could separate like each funny moment by adding like the little like boop. Like you know like the sound effects. Oh, that's movies. a good idea. We'll do it now. Chocolate <laughs> milk flavored water. water.